Psalm 95, verses 1 through 7, and it begins on page 933 in the Pew Bible. Hear the word of God. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. For the Lord is the great God, the great king above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, the flock under his care. This is the word of God for the people of God. It would have been a real short sermon without a microphone, can I just tell you? couple things. One, I just want to give you a quick update. Was to the doctor on Friday. Um, was told that I'm making an amazing recovery for everything that we've been through. Um, so I had a chance to share who God is and what he's doing. Um, the response was, oh, I get it. Tell me more. So it was just awesome to be able to, to testify, but to share. Things are going well. I don't have to go back to my primary care for two months, going to see the pulmonologist on December 7th, um, still traces of blood clots and stuff that, that we're dealing with, but um, everything else is coming into alignment and all is well. Also, I wanted to share, as a point of praise, you know that we do a 60 second uplift off the radio station, the top of the hill every Monday morning. <clears throat> um, They've had to change a format up there. One of the radio stations that was classic rock is going into a, a heavier metal type music. Um, the other is that one of their classic country stations is going to a talk sports news type, type station. And with that station, they're adding two frequencies. So... We get it all for the same price. So we are getting a greater reach, new formats, new radio stations um, that, that God is, is allowing us to, to speak and to share some encouragement every Monday morning on the way to work or when you're getting out of bed or whatever. So just to praise what God continuing to do. But Thanksgiving, so here we are. I'm going to give you a warning. I'm going to set you up. You ready? We have a lot to be thankful for, don't we? In the midst of it all. We have things to be thankful for, don't we? Amen. Okay, those of you who raised your hands, here's the setup. What are you thankful for? The Bible tells us to come into His courts with thanksgiving. To come into his presence with praise. So what are you thankful for? And I want you to say, I want you to, to say it. Be in here. Amen, Gary, that's right. Doug? I'm sorry. We're thankful that we're not at war. That's right. No, freedom. Right? We are thankful for freedom, both physically and spiritually. True? Amen. What else? Uh, 
Debbie. And we missed it here. Mercy. The week I didn't bring my tissues. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Uh, Alice. Amen. Beth. Amen. Nancy. That's right. We talked a little bit about it last week. Being there, being there, good or bad, being the church, being unified, being together, um, feeling one another's pain, bearing one another's burdens. Somebody else? Nancy. Amen. Thankful for life and that we are free. We have, I'm sorry, Andrew, go. God makes everything beautiful in his time. Julie just bought a coffee mug that says that. We're blessed. Church, we're blessed. Over this last week, in in asking and talking to the Lord about what to share, what does He want shared, and what do we need to hear? He gave me two things. At first, they seemed opposites. And I'm like, I'm not sure that these fit together. And so just continuing to ask the Lord about it. He's like, Ian, it's not an either or. It's a both and, you'll understand. So to take the few moments that we have about Thanksgiving, and there are things in our lives that we are thankful for. He had me pull scriptures together all throughout the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, that talk about Thanksgiving. And I feel like he's brought them all together. And so I took some time to assemble them. So I want to read that for you. Praise the Lord, O my soul, all of my being. Praise his name. Yes, praise the Lord. And do not forget his benefits. The one who forgives our sin, heals our diseases, who saves our lives from the pit, yet crowns us with love and compassion. Praise Him. Give thanks. Rejoice always. Pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances. Why? Because this is God's will for us. In Christ Jesus. So come, let us sing to the Lord. 
Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving. For the Lord is the great God, the great King above all gods. In His hands are the deep places of the earth, the heights of the hills, they are His also. The sea is His, for He made it. His hands formed the dry land. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. And His steadfast love for you endures forever. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, coming down to each of us from the Father of heavenly lights. He who does not change like the shifting shadows. So I say again, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And let your gentleness be evident to all. For the Lord is near you. And do not be anxious. Do not fear. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. For as you do that, the peace of God that goes beyond all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And let that peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you were called to peace. Be thankful. Be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing, making melody with your hearts to the Lord, and giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and God our Father. Because today, today is the day that the Lord has made so let us rejoice. Give thanks to Him, for He is good, and His love for us is forever. And let us, through Jesus, continually offer a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Now, God, we thank You and we praise Your glorious name. Isn't it amazing the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation all come together? All I read to you this morning was the Bible. Isn't that powerful? It's powerful because the Word of God is living, it is alive. It meets us where we are. One of the other things that the Lord's had on my heart over this week was the house of prayer. We know from the New Testament that Jesus goes into the temple courts and He's Frustrated, and he sees what's happening in the temple courts, and he flips tables, right? 
gets a little upset. And what does he say? This is to be a house of prayer. Over the last couple of weeks, Phil and Chad and I have been talking about prayer. Prayer is a conversation. It's a connection. Jesus is saying, this place is to be a house where you come and connect with God. Over the last couple months, we've been praying, church, haven't we? Not just about me, and not just about the Timco family and Evan, but we've been praying, haven't we? Prayer is being redefined for us in our midst. Are you familiar with Charles Spurgeon? Charles Spurgeon, Prince of Preachers, called from England, mid to late 1800s, pastored the Metropolitan Tabernacle in London, especially known for his devotional, My Utmost for His Highest. In that church was something called the boiler room or the furnace room. It was said one day that five young college students were spending a Sunday in London, so they went to hear the famous Charles Spurgeon preach while waiting for the doors to open. The students were greeted with a man who asked, Gentlemen, let me show you around. Would you be interested in seeing the heating plant of this church? Well, they were not particularly interested in seeing the heating plant because it was July and it was hot. But they didn't want to offend the stranger, so they consented. The young men were taken down a stairway and a door was quietly opened. And their guide whispered to them, this is the heating plant. Surprised, the students saw 700 people bowed in prayer, seeking a blessing on the service and the needs of their membership and fellowship. Softly, the door closed. The gentleman then introduced himself, and it was Charles Spurgeon. Praying this morning, I asked the Lord, what does He want to tell you today? This is what He said. Come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. Our church has faced and is facing a lot. No matter what, come to me and I will give you rest. Come to me and I will give you rest. A popular verse that's talked about, that's preached on, that is plastered all all over social media at points. Through people's praises and their concerns, and their prayers and their worship, we hear that verse often, do we not? 
we understand that God will take our weariness, that He'll hold it, that we don't have to carry it and He'll give us rest. But what stands out to me most in that scripture this morning are the first three words. Come to me. Message after message has been preached on that passage. And there's a focus of God taking our worries and God taking our concerns and trading them out for rest and peace and comfort. Not very often we talk about the first three, first three words. Come to me. I bring up the house of prayer because it's also mentioned in Isaiah, Isaiah 56. And this is what it says. And the foreigners who bind themselves to the Lord to serve Him, to love the name of the Lord and to worship Him, all who keep the Sabbath without desecrating it, who hold fast to my covenant, these... I will bring to my holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. Church, while through our lives we've prayed, it is over these last couple months that there is such an amazing transition that's happening that our house is becoming a house of prayer. It is. The difficult things that we face, God allows, and He trusts us to bring those things to Him. And allowing Him to do His will. But He trusts us to come to Him. House of prayer. This is a house of prayer. But He says to come. To come. Bring your heart to Him. Whatever's on it. Whatever your concerns are. Your fears. Your worries. And bring our petitions to Him with thanksgiving because He is who we can trust. In the good, through the difficult, and beyond. Come. And all, all of us in points and times in our lives have, have faced those difficult, fear, fearful things. You know what He says? Come. Come, and I'll give you rest. Seven hundred people gathered in the boiler room of that church earnestly to pray for God knows what, literally but to come to Him. 
I know that there are concerns. And I know that there are fears. And I know that there are worries that we are facing now. Right now. What better time to come? It can be different. But when you reach a point, you don't care who's watching. Because it's between you and Him. Right? Right. We have, church, many needs right now. Some have never been spoken. Some are so deep. Some are more public. But this church has been and began and just is coming together so unified. It was my heart today in understanding that we're supposed to open the front of this church. In all of our cares and all of our concerns to just be poured out onto the altar. So that's what we're going to do. We're opening up. There are points of rejoicing. There are points of thanksgiving. There are points of hurt and pain and worry and fear. We have it all. So let's bring it. I'm going to be down here happy to pray with anyone. I'm going to ask Pastor Phil to come down as well. We talked about freedom. Thank the Lord for it. What a gift. What a gift. But there's freedom of, of things in our hearts that we need to be released from. There are prison cells that we need to walk out of. Because you know what? There's more freedom than what we're experiencing right now with Christ, through Christ. But there are worries and fears. Bring them. We have to set some things aside and just be honest. Be open. Confess things. But talk to him. Jesus said what? Come. And when I open up the front, it just it's just a physical representation of what God is saying to us. It's just a physical representation. It's like somebody accepting Christ. You don't have to come down front and talk to me. But I can tell you this. You met Christ the second you stepped out. Because it was that moment you've surrendered. And that's all he's saying. I want to meet you in your hurts and your pains and your fears and your worries. I want to meet you in your praises and your thanksgivings. But I'm asking, just come. Just come. Father, as we open up this time, 
You're here. You see us. You already know these things. But God, I just ask that you just meet us where we are. Father, hear our prayers, our cries, our thanksgivings, our rejoicing. Father, allow this house, this place, to be that house of prayer, of communication, of just sharing things with you, Father, of coming to you, Jesus, and letting you taking those things that are wearisome to us, and in turn exchanging and, and giving us rest. So even now, with heads bowed, eyes closed, I just want you to know, church, that the altar is open. I'm happy to pray with you. Pastor Phil would be happy to pray with you. Or just come and spend one-on-one -on -one time with the Lord. And the things that you bring, just leave them. Father, I ask you to just renew us in our hurts and our pains. But Father, I ask you to continually inhabit our praises and our thanksgivings. But church, we just have the altar open and I ask you to come. If it's healing that you feel like you need physically or spiritually, emotionally, come. If it's fear that you want to leave in His hands, come. If you don't want to be the same, come.
is good, is he not? He is. And he can be trusted. We have many things to be thankful for. Many things. He is who he says he is, church. He is. Another Sunday in the books. We have a week ahead of us. Invite him to be a part of it with you. Let me pray and we'll be dismissed. Father, Lord God, we are thankful for this time. And I thank you. Oh, I thank you for being with us. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your power. I thank you for your comfort, your strength, your peace. I thank you for your blessings. God, I thank you that you are that you are unchanging. Yesterday, today, and forever. That we can call upon your name, that you will answer us, and that you will be there. Father, ask for blessing. Father, look, I pray, into our hearts. God, see what we need and provide it because you are a provider. And Father, those moments when we don't know what to say, when there are no words, may we hold on to the promise that your spirit who lives within us will speak to you on our behalf. And that we don't need to worry about finding the words. But that your spirit will just speak for us. Father, be with us through this week. Allow us to see where you are. And we know you're with us. Father, thank you. Thank you for being you. And thank you for loving us so dearly. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.